I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us, us both into one. one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to The Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey The Loud One. And I'm Jesse The Short One. And this week we have our monthly movie review for November, where we are covering the patron saint of Austin, Matthew McConaughey. Our boy. Our yeah. local boy. Such a fucking hero. Did he make a bunch of money in Hollywood? Yes. Yeah. Did he choose to move there? Fuck no. No. He, he stayed stays in here. The, the beautiful city of Austin. He stayed home. So uh, we picked two of his movies. One, just famously, probably one of his top three most famous movies ever yep if not number one and then uh, we picked uh, a weird one that i had never heard of until this until ramsey was like what if we watched a movie about dragons though <laughs> let me tell you how this went down jesse was like all right so what are matthew mcconaughey movies and i was just like rain of fire of interstellar i'm out and he was like yeah, okay <laughs> so we're doing interstellar and rain of fire yep um which one do you want to start with rain of fire we start yeah, yeah start off with the uh on the ground we'll start, we'll start grounded <laughs> yeah. on this yeah uh, let's get into the boring numbers, uh, okay. as we always do. Critics, 42%. A- insane. Not off Not off to a good uh, start. Insane. Audience, 49. Half the population is stupid, so I'm okay with that. Mm, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to join that. I'm going to hit it a hard 50 okay. right in the middle. I'm giving it... I, I want to just stick with the audience, but I love Maddie, so I'm going to mm-hmm. give it one extra point. Okay. 50% of this podcast is stupid. <laughs> I give it a... Flat eighty. Sounded like you were gonna start with a sixty. I was gonna, no, I was gonna say seventy. I was like uh, seventy five. I was like, no, I, Matthew McConaughey is too good in this movie. I'll give it an eighty. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. get let's get through all the boring stuff. It yeah. made eighty two million uh, worldwide, which mm-hmm. was not good. Very, no, Jesus very Christ. bad. It made uh, fifteen million its opening weekend, and its budget before advertising and all that was sixty yeah. million. So maybe this broke even. You think this fucking. Oh, I don't know. Like Matthew McConaughey and Christian Bale weren't like Huge. heavy hitters yet. Mm-mm. I think you think like part of the reason this movie didn't do super well because it came out like right next to Lord of the Rings and people were like, ah, it's already dragons. Yeah, it already kind of has dragons. We're good. I think that's not the only reason this movie didn't do that well. <laughs> no matter how much you like, it. I can't wait to get into our takes. Um, more interesting facts. Uh, Christian Bale is the main character of this movie. Yep. And Quinn. Yeah, Quinn. Mm-hmm. And when he was preparing for this movie, he was like post-apocalyptic. There's no food. There's barely water. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously need to get super skinny and tiny <laughs> so that I fit the vibe. And then he showed up for the first day of filming and Matthew McConaughey was just shredded yeah. beyond belief. So he switched and looks like Batman in the yeah. fucking movie, which doesn't make any sense. I really do love the movie because there is that. there's one part like – Way late in the movie where Christian Bale's shirtless for not a huge reason. And I was like, he's fucking more cut than Matthew McConaughey is. <laughs> it's um, very impressive. Yeah, no kidding. But made no sense how he did that. He must have been hoarding the food <laughs> while the Seriously? children were starving. This dude's taking whey protein and doing curls in like the furnace room. Um, And then uh, Matt, uh, our loving boy, <clears throat> he apparently, this was all filmed in Ireland. And, like, a small local area, because obviously it's, like, out in the hills where nobody lives. Mm-hmm. And he demanded that everybody on set had to refer to him as Van Zam the entire time when they were filming, what? when they weren't filming, and when they met up at, like, the pub, like, at the local town near where they were filming. What the fuck? were not allowed to refer to him as McConaughey or Matt. He had to be Van Zam. He was from... <laughs> oh, my God. 
He was probably just because he looks so different than he normally does in movies. He was probably just like, I'm going under the radar this time. Call me Van Zandt. <laughs> no one will know it's me. Yeah, we were also we were fucking talking about the movie, and I remember, uh, you said they're like, yeah, it was like a British movie, so we are like, well, was Matthew McConaughey going to be British? And Matthew McConaughey shows up in a tank, and they're like, oh, Americans. He's like, hi, I'm with the Kentucky Regulars. And I was like, mm-hmm. dude, fuck yeah. <laughs> If this makes the second movie I've seen with Matthew McConaughey in uh, Britain, where both times he's just like, they're like, nope, he's American. (laughs) That's true. He's also in The Gentleman and should have been British with everyone else. And they were like, no, he's not. Just him, though. They're like, "Uh, one Texan in this Guy Ritchie movie. Who cares? Uh, that's it for interesting facts. There's not a lot to look <clears throat> up for this movie, probably because it wasn't oh, well received by no, critics or fans or anybody. Not a big movie, I've learned. When I was a kid, I remember my dad was like, he's like, hey, son, you want to watch this movie? And I was like, eh, no. And he was <laughs> like, it's got dragons. I was like, okay. And he's like, it has the guy from Sahara. I was like, okay. It has Batman. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was in love with it for ever since. <laughs> There is a lot of those movies that you watch as, as a kid and you yeah. were like, it's like formative somewhat and then you find out that that was just like some <laughs> shitty low budget movie you had no no one else cares about. That's how fucking Sahara was too. <laughs> Watching these movies with my friends are so fun because they're like, this is ass. I'm like, no, this is the best, this is the best film has to offer. Um, and I got one more thing in interesting facts. Oh, really? Uh, this movie takes place in 2020, like the the 75% of it that takes place after the uh, exposition. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just like to state that <clears throat> our 2020, the real one, yeah, much worse than the canon 2020. I would rather be starving and shredded and have to fight dragons than <laughs> have to sit in a house with you. At least <laughs> at least with uh, with uh, dragons, you can go out and fight them. With COVID, you just have to hide. There's no other option. <laughs> it was so funny because Matthew Connie is just like, they're in the sky, and I'm just like, Corona's kind of in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> They also wear masks at certain points in this movie when they go out, and it's all ashy, and I'm like, fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> Take them all. <laughs> okay, ready to get into takes? Oh, kind of already hit it. Super ready. You love this because you watched it as a child, yep. and there's no other reason. I No, I love this movie, and I think that this is a decent movie. Mm. At no point when I was watching this movie when I was, was I like, no, that's stupid. I was like, all right, there's dragons. It's modern day. They're in a farm. And then things happen. And they're like, Kentucky people are here because they're trying to find the dad dragon. And I was, for I was some like, reason, a plane was flying over the Pacific and yeah. it crashed in Ireland. They explained it, kind of. <laughs> they did. They explained it, my ass. <laughs> all, all I could say is that whatever Matthew McConaughey showed, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then I was like, they needed Matthew McConaughey to get here. I'll excuse the plane crash. And then cool stuff kept happening. I was like... Yeah, I just don't fucking care that if, this doesn't make sense. If you go into this movie as like this is a fun movie, yeah, it's it's I would raise my score. But I was going into it, I didn't. I going into it not expecting anything and just being really? like, what kind of movie is this? It's dog shit. Really, <laughs> it's fun because the dragons look very good for when this came out. Yeah, the characters are fucking crazy. Yeah, and like fun and exciting, and you're like heroes, cool shit, explosions, yeah. dude stuff. Yeah, but uh. Let me put it this way. They could have taken every line out other than when Matthew McConaughey says cool stuff, and I would have given it the same score. I would have been like, I don't care about any of these characters. Really? Fuck what's going on. I like Christian Bale. I thought it was all cool. I was like, yeah, he's like taking care of it, and then like this this military dude shows up, Mm. and he's talking about cool cowboy stuff, and this British dude's (laughs) like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like a fucking nightmare. Dude. He says he's talking about cowboy stuff. He is a 
fucking Dude, bad person. He like, is a monster. The best shit ever is because when he first shows up, he's really not that bad of a dude. He's just, well, he kind of is because he threatens. He's lying him. the whole time. Yeah, but he's like, uh, he's like, oh yeah, you know, telling the story about how townsfolk rose up against like outlaws back in the day, and yeah. then he's like, we're the townsfolk, and we're gonna get rid of these dragon outlaws. Christian Bale's like, yeah, okay, and then later in the movie, he's like, all right, we gotta go fight the dragons. He's like, volunteers, people volunteer, and he goes. Now the volunteering section is over. It's time for the draft. And he grabs child soldiers and puts them in a truck. We'll all die. Them. And then because of his like terrible planning, later. 65 more men die. Yeah. And then the children are left to starve. Yeah. And the whole time you're like, so am I supposed to like Matt? <laughs> like, He's the bad guy in the movie. And then also, he ends up okay. It makes me sad that Matt can't pull off the bald look. I think you're wrong. I think you he think looks he cool as okay? shit. He's not like, it's, is this his hottest? No, but like it, he looked like a badass military guy. I didn't get that. I got that he looked really? like a deranged Mad Max method. I mean, yeah, kind of. It's like he looks like he looks like a bad guy in Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. not hot. And I like when Matthew McConaughey is hot. <laughs> I, care. I need him to look cool. He's uh. got a cool Viking beard and axe, and he's bald. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's my Matt. This movie, uh, if you haven't seen it, I do recommend it because a lot of the memes you see with Matthew McConaughey make a lot more sense after. That's very true. I always had seen him. It was like, when was Matt Bolt? Yeah. And then the, he's at one point he jumps off a water tower with an axe and yeah. flies like thirty feet <laughs> in a straight line, straight into a dragon's mouth. Yeah, and just dies instantly. <laughs> yeah. I was always like, what the fuck is that from? I remember it was so fun watching this movie when I was a kid because Matthew McConaughey was obviously my favorite character. I was like, yeah, this guy's a badass. And now I'm an adult, and I'm like. No, I like Christian Bale because he's just kind of a dad. Oh, <laughs> he's, just, he's like, just dealing with assholes the whole movie. Yeah, like, every, it like, starts off, and it's not the dragons that are causing him problems. Yeah. It's just people or pieces of everyone shit. Around him, everyone around him is a fucking moron except for his like adopted son. And then his like, best friend, at one point his best friend dies, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And that's when Matthew McConaughey starts taking child soldiers from the camp. The man goes through it, but yeah. dragons are cool. They shoot crossbows at the dragons. I'll give it. I'll give it all the cool stuff. Here, here's my big beefs that I mm. forgot I wrote down. Weird pacing, just yeah. Just, it, it like lulls, and then you're like tons of stuff. Lull again, and you're like you can skip all the lulls. Just show me the fights. Yeah. Uh, the the traveling. They. <laughs> Maddie Bro, takes can't do this. Maddie takes eight tanks to London. Yeah, with like three hundred soldiers, some of which didn't want to be there. Yeah. they all get torched except for Maddie. He lives. Maddie and yeah. his girlfriend. They are the only people that live out of the three hundred people that were there. And then after driving the tanks there, they walk back and get back there in like one day. And it, it's like Game of Thrones yeah. level of like. This is Europe. Somehow they can travel hundreds of miles whenever Bro, they want. I don't know if it's just me. I've never fucking cared about that shit in movies. Mm. Like, even in Game of Thrones, when everyone was like, why are they traveling so fast? I was like, dude, who fucking cares? I'd I say, like, like normally magic. it never bothers me when, like, the, the day shifts around yeah. and, like, small stuff like that. But when they're like, we need to head to London, and they drive there in a car, and then they somehow get back on foot in the same time span, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta like somebody <laughs> in the writing room had to be like we shouldn't do this <laughs> like how fast are they yeah yeah I like the especially uh, how can you not be bothered by that when your favorite movies are Lord of the Rings which specifically don't do that they have like entire walking here I, sequences I see where you're coming from and I have to be honest with you if it did do that I fucking would not care <laughs> <laughs> that's my grand defense 
I do agree with you. It's, it's a normal people who critically think sometimes. Yes, that I can see how it can be frustrating. Also, but. if they gave like if Maddie walked and talked to his girlfriend and they made him like anything but a deranged <laughs> general that's yeah. just willing to murder children, it'd be like, oh, okay, I, I yeah. see where he's coming from. He has a backstory, but they just don't give no. anything at all. He literally the entire point of the movie is that there's one male dragon on Earth. And that Matthew McConaughey is hunting him down. Because he, at one point, my funniest part of the movie, he's just like, he's like, let me tell you, you ever seen a female one? Christian Bale's like, I think, look at their fucking genitalia. <laughs> and then he's like, okay. And then that's the whole point. It's like, they're trying to find the male one. And like, Christian Bale saw it when he was a kid or something. Yeah. And then they go back. And Matthew and killed his mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Which no one cared. It was just so weird. Bro, at the end, he has the crossbow. He's aiming at the dragon. I had to put the line in myself. I was like, this is for me, mom. <laughs> he fucking shoots her. Or shoots her. And I was like, damn. I'm going to say at the end of the movie, the, the three biggest characters are all there, and and I thought they were all going to get it, and I was just like, I just don't care. Like yeah. that was, That's my last complaint is like, every character was like, you're indis- you're dispensable. I don't yeah. give a fuck. The end of the movie is like, it just falls apart completely, because you're just like, I don't, they're like, yeah, you shoot rocket arrows at it, and I was like, dude, you were like jumping out of they, airplanes. They one hit the big, yeah. And this dragon is eight times the size of a normal dragon. Yeah. And the entire, <laughs> the entire uh, explanation is that in the sewers, two minutes before they fight it, Maddie's like, "I got these big arrows with carbide tips. Yeah, it'll blow up." He's like, like the okay. strapped in C four, and then he like shoots his and he misses, and then he gets his axe and dives at the dragon and gets murdered. And I was like, "All right, that's." I love the concept, and I feel like this could have been an awesome fucking franchise. Oh, I don't disagree with that at all. Dragons in real, yeah. in, in modern day, sounds super cool. Because there is, uh, and this is another part of the, the cool factor, that the, mm. the only thing this movie has, is that the whole time Christian Bale is using, like, a World War II rifle. Yeah. And uh, Matt is, like, showing up with M16s and tanks and shit. Yeah. And then at some point he rides a horse while Matt's in a tank. And oh, you're like, so this is fucking the cool combination of, uh, yeah. like... 40s weaponry and yeah. modern day weaponry and, against dragons. It was like, and they also weird. don't like fight the dragons and like, like that first part when they fight the first. Dragon, it's not like stupid. Like they get they put down like satellite imaging shit, which is kind of corny, but it makes sense. And then yeah. he's like, now lead the dragon over this hill where I have a gun position and I have one shot to kill it. And Christian Bale rides over the hill with a fucking horse and Magic kind of shoots the dragon and kills. It. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> all right. And at the end of the movie, they're like, I have rocket launcher arrows. Let's fucking kill this bitch. I was like, okay. Using a crossbow. Yeah. I was like, this is still badass, but you see how well and cool this worked in the beginning? Very. Just, uh, I'll give it weird and cool. That's gonna be my. That's why I got a 50. That's that's what the movie is to me, man. <laughs> I, I still love it just because it does have a bunch. It also has like a bunch of like cool badass lines where, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. Oh no! Got an '80s action vibe, so it's yeah, right up your alley. It's perfect for me. Love it. Okay, you ready to get into a little bit more of a critically acclaimed <laughs> oh, one? Let's get into argue with my favorite movie ever. <laughs> we just watched this before we started, so I'm still horny for it. We're, we're fresh. Interstellar. Yep. Let's run through the boring fucking numbers. Okay. All right, critics. This is insane. Seventy-two percent. That does seem low. It does I not make it sense. Being received better than that uh, when it came out. Yeah, but. this was a movie I thought everyone was like guck, and apparently it was just me. Uh, <laughs> audience in a row this, this, this month. <laughs> yeah, audience eighty six percent. The people it's, know what's right. Yeah, it's uh, even then that feels low. I feel like I never talked to a person who didn't like that movie. 
It, that's anecdotal three evidence. hours long. It's three hours long. But that's facts. Yeah. Right, <laughs> if you don't lose 14% of the population when you make something that long. Yeah, that's fair. I also, movies like this need an intermission. We'll get into that in a second. Mm. Now, uh, the last number, Jesse's score. Oh, yeah, my score. I'm going to give it. I agreed with the audience last time, so I'm going to have to go different. I'm going to give it an 82. What? Let me go a little lower than the audience. You're a monster. I don't dislike this movie. Yeah, but it's, it's perfect, though. There's not a it's, bad, there's not a bad thing in it. you give this one another 100? <laughs> what was the last one I gave a 100 to? I can't even remember. 100% to, <laughs> more, to my top three movies of all time, Interstellar. 100%. 100%. Fucking... Flawless in my mind. I uh, I've got some flaws to point out, but I'll let you get to the rest of the numbers. I'll ignore him. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Made eight hundred twenty nine million worldwide. That's a little bit more than Rain of Fire made. It's just hot. I think <laughs> Maddie's more. career had, had taken off a li- just a little better, <laughs> just a tiny bit more. Uh, made eighty two point nine million opening weekend. If you need a reminder, that's the same amount that Rain of Fire made for <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> and they didn't have Christian Bale to back them up. <laughs> uh, the budget was one hundred sixty five million. Um, does not include marketing, I imagine. So yeah. uh, you know, it made its money back though, made, yeah, and, and it then out. some. Uh, now for the fun facts. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, now I'm sure that if you if you're a big movie nerd and you love Christopher Nolan, you gonna get too sciencey. No, these I facts? I literally don't care about science. I never <laughs> have. <laughs> anyway, so the main scientist behind this movie. No, I'm kidding. The uh, cornfield scene, which is like you know in the beginning they had all the corn. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you know in the beginning when they say cornfield, corn. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've never put that together. It's nope. a field of it was corn. A field of corn. Mm. Every you see, I'm such a city slicker. <laughs> yeah. Never been out. Never You're fifty percent of the population who's <laughs> dirt, dirt dumb. Never been out to them fields of corn. <laughs> anyway, so Christopher Nolan actually grew 500 acres of corn for this movie. I swear to God, like all that's re- all the corn in the movie was real. He grew 500 acres of I'm corn. I'm the host, and I don't trust. <laughs> he Viewers, uh, Google it. Don't trust it. Do you know how he learned to do that? How? From Man of Steel. When he made Man of Steel, there was a fuckload of corn because, you know, uh, Clark Kent's from uh, yeah, yeah, Smallville. Um, yeah, Kansas. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but, um, and they actually sold it after the movie. I swear. I swear this is true. They sold the, the corn after the movie and he made a profit off of it. Wow. He, so he's done it twice now? He farmed. He farmed and sold. He's Dude, a he renaissance man. He somebody else to farm and sell it? No, he did it himself. <laughs> I like to think. He, yeah. <laughs> Individually planted yeah. each piece of corn, no machinery, yeah. the old it's, school. But I gotta say, like as far as practical effects, this is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Mm. There must have been a. I guess he drives through it. Farmers aren't like. No one's also blown up two real planes, right? Or is that somebody else? <laughs> I mean, in movies, yes. <laughs> I I don't think yeah. He has like insane practical effects. Yeah, but just absurd. like for setting, this is the weirdest one I've ever heard. Yeah. Um. Now go on to the next fact. Uh, this has the most IMAX footage of like any movie ever. I think this is still true, mm. but from what I read it, because you had us, you remember we were just having the fucking conversation in the living room. Uh, Jess's girlfriend was like, "Why does the aspect ratio keep changing? It's annoying." And I was like, "Well, you see, IMAX film is <laughs> just a little different, and then it takes up the whole screen, and then he goes back to the Alexa camera, and then it takes up twenty or uh." 16 by 9. See, he's not just an audio bitch. He also knows all the video bitch stuff, I was, too. Dude, I was the proto-film nerd in high school. <laughs> but um, it's fucking insane because I looked it up. Apparently, these IMAX cameras cost, like, 16K per hour or some shit. Jesus Christ. Just to run it. And, like, the reason, like, 
the eight you have to ADR everything because IMAX cameras are fucking huge and they make a ton of noise. Mm. So like when all those IMAX shots inside, when like Cooper, like fucking Matt Damon are talking, they're recorded over that because yeah. you just can't hear them for shit. Um, now on to something else. My favorite thing about this movie, mm-hmm. Matt Damon was not listed in the credits. Uh, like for the promotion of this movie, I saw this movie opening night. It's a huge surprise that Matt Damon's in this movie. Uh, it's a giant Easter egg. It's honestly it was cool as fuck. <laughs> I just did not expect that at all. Also, a piece of shit in the movie. Just we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's get in our takes. Oh, you want to okay. start off? That's everything. Okay. Yeah. My I'm I'm gonna start with the stuff I liked. I don't want to just immediately start tearing it down. Okay. Uh. Matthew McConaughey is just amazing in this movie. Oh yeah, just Insane. very, very good. Yeah, not, not and not like in a like a oh he's fun he's playing Matt way like no. this is the one movie I say you could point to and be like no he's not Matthew McConaughey the yeah. way we think of Matthew McConaughey he's it, just a great actor. This was in like 2014 when like the McConaughey or whatever they called it happened <laughs> where people were like no Matthew McConaughey is a serious actor he went to Dallas Buyers, Buyers Club he did this movie and he won Oscars and shit yeah and it's just. I, I this movie made me get to like the point where I was like about to cry so many fucking times just because this dude is like, my god, the emotion he conveys. Yeah. Um. Man, I'm trying to think of the things I like. It's it's harder. It's easy. It's easy to bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder to just list the things I like. Also, you got to consider it's like beautiful. Yeah. Like, 100%. My god, I don't know about all that camera mumbo jumbo. Yeah. But there's not one scene in this to compare it to a different space movie. Uh, if anybody saw Ad Astra oh the boy. year before we went to uh, went into this this, this hell fresh hell, in. yeah. Uh, Ad Astra is another space movie that's mostly inside of one spaceship, and then it involves going onto planets a couple times. Very yeah. similar plot lines to an extent. Yeah, Ad Astra is the ugliest dumbest fucking movie i fucking hate it the whole thing's orange it just looks it's just a stupid shit all right movie. all right real back and, in. And if you let him go on ad astra the next 20 minutes are gone from the podcast this was the exact opposite of it and it felt therapeutic to get to watch and be like this is what it could have yeah. been this was interesting and nifty like every fucking frame of this movie could be a like a pc background yeah it's just fuck me dude like I, I remember when i first watched it i saw it in imax and i was like just in awe like, it was one of those things where it was, like, Christopher Nolan, like, it's it started being, this is a dorky thing to say, but, like, it didn't feel like a movie. It felt like I was, like, it, it felt, like, closer to, like, being, like, on a, on a roller coaster. Yeah, like, I could VR. see that. Like, if there was, like, 4D shit in this movie that, like, blew air at me, I'd be like, oh, this is perfect. Your ankles get wet in the water world. <laughs> yeah. It's really cold when yeah. you go to the ice world. It's just so fucking cool, and it's just, like, there's so many things like that whenever they're just, like... Whenever they go through, like, the black hole at first, and they go, like, you see the three fucking planets, and they go to the water world and shit, and it's just, like, I don't know, man. Yeah. So much to love. And, they, like, the creativity to write those worlds is, like, really cool. Yeah. Because at this point, I mean, how many fucking different versions of worlds can you have? Yeah. Like, it felt, and this is a dorky thing to say again, but, like, it felt like if, like Christopher Nolan made a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I was but, like, but like new. Like, yeah, like it felt like fresh, and then like, 
Because, like, Matthew McConaughey is, like, running through these, like, planets that are all, like, super unique and cool looking. And, like, it still looks real. And he has, like, a droid with him. <laughs> but the droid, like, makes sense because it's, like, blocky and, like, a giant box thing. It's just cool as fuck. I don't know. This it makes sense because it's a government droid. And instead yeah. of being, like, oh, this is going to look cool, it looks like something the government would be. Yeah. It's a giant rectangle that rolls around. <laughs> and you're, like, okay. This filing cabinet's just falling around <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, like, trying, like, giving, like, AI comedy to him. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But um, and I think every character. I'm just gonna keep saying nice stuff. Uh, every character in this, I understand. Like when they get into arguments, I'm like, I see both sides. These are yeah. well written, rounded characters. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Even Matt Damon, who's the biggest piece of shit in the fucking universe, yeah, just sacrifices the human race to have a friend. Yeah. Uh, even him, I'm like, I get it. He was yeah. there for. How many years like he 10, went? He went fifteen fucking, fucking crazy. Years. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's the like, fact he didn't just blow his brains out. Couldn't yeah. be me, but the only I get it. Yeah, the only f bomb this movie it is it is still the most well utilized fuck I've seen in a movie is Matthew McConaughey like tackles Matt Damon. They're like he Matt Damon's like. I'm 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 sacrificing humanity. You don't know what I've been through. And then <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is just like you fucking coward. Yeah, that's all he gives him. It's fucking awesome. Hmm. It doesn't make me sad that Matt was able to beat, or Matt Damon was able to beat up Matthew McConaughey. Well, yeah, but it made sense for the plot and it worked well. But I was like, no, I want to see Matt beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, it was very like whenever he's like trying to like hold him down, be like, you have to stop, and then he like fucking busts his helmet open, and I was like, man, just bring out your dragon killing axe, (laughs) cut him in half, Matt. Come on. (sighs) Okay, um, what do you got? For things I love about this movie, yeah. Oh, dude, and then we only have uh, five minutes left, so don't don't uh, go too long. Front to back's the best movie we've ever seen. <laughs> no, but you the- said that about a lot of fucking <laughs> movies. Every time we finish a movie, Ramsey either goes eh, or he goes, "That's the best fucking movie I've ever seen." <laughs> Every time my family hates sex. Like, yeah, it's my favorite movie of all time, and they're like, "Another one." <laughs> I think that um, just the front to back of this movie, like, I don't, I don't know. The beginning of this movie drags a tiny bit, but as soon as it gets going, it's fucking, like, pedal to the floor. See, I disagree. Uh, this movie's three hours long, so yeah. I, I don't blame you if you didn't watch it before this review, but how did you not watch it when it came out? It's yeah, pretty big. It's a- um, but I don't think the beginning's where it drags. I have no problem with the entire time spent on Earth because it develops Matt's character, even though he doesn't give a fuck about his son, but it develops yeah. the bond between him and his daughter, and like develops Matt, and you're like, oh, he's a farmer and super smart. Yeah. All of the things that are going on. My problem is once they're on the ship, there's one dude that dies in the water world. Yeah, and he just could have not been there, and they could have never gone to the water world, and I wouldn't have fucking cared. But no, but that was like part of the thing. Like it built like the tension between like the crewmates, especially him and like Anne Hathaway. Like it was part of the thing because yeah. a you have to get it to a point where Murph is older, and like the and like Murph has given up on her dad, and then when they come back. The consequences of our our people that are in the ship are like this is getting so dorky. <laughs> but, hey, you, you got yeah. a good argument here. Yeah, okay, but they are less because like we they we lost a person. But Matthew, whenever they get back to the ship, they realize they didn't just lose a person; they lost their families. Matthew McConaughey's daughter is an old woman. Next time she she That's he sees point. her, yeah. So suck well, it. Uh, let suck me, it. Uh, okay, then let me let me throw another one at you. I'm just gonna throw shit at the <laughs> board right, and see how go. well you can you can dodge these <laughs> let's interstellar go. criticisms. When they go to the water world, they leave the black guy up on the ship. Yeah. And then they go back to him, and it's supposed to be that he's like 12 years older. Yeah. He doesn't look that much older. Well, because he does. He went through the hypersleep. 
It doesn't age oh, you. You don't age when you're in the hypersleep. Yeah. sleep. I also think that's stupid, and I don't think scientifically that works, yeah, but apparently it does. Explain that very well. Yeah. Um, I okay. You. <laughs> what else you got? Pussy? God damn. Yeah, you're just ready with the <laughs> shit. Um, the movie's too long. I'm not gonna give you a. You can't defend this now. The movie <laughs> needs long. an intermission. <laughs> There is a perfect there's a p- perfect split point of this movie where whenever they got back from the water world and they found out that that dude had been up there for 12 years, we should have paused it, went and had dinner and came back and finished it. Mm. It would have been perfect. Would you like them to do that in theaters? Yeah, 100%. I would too. Intermissions need nice. to come back. You're not allowed to take 3 hours of my life. Yeah. People have phones to check. I bet people would spend less time texting in movie theaters if you gave them like the middle time to be like, "Go deal with your bullshit now." I don't know. Kids are stupid. That's fair. <laughs> People will ruin it no matter what you get. Yeah. Um, I think in the uh, in the grand scheme of things, I love the characters too. Like you said, characters oh, are great. Yeah. Cinematography is great. It hits all the perfect points where it's like cool sci-fi stuff, and then it brings it back to being about family and shit. Love it. What do you got? You're done for. What do you got? The audio is fucking. That's garbage. not a story thing. I, I get this. This isn't about the story. Oh, it's about fuck. the movie. Okay. You can't hear a fucking word said unless you turn your tv to the max and then you do that and you can hear everything and you're like this is an okay movie and then every 10 minutes something goes wrong and it just goes (laughs) at you and you have to turn your tv all the way down again yeah and wait again it rinse and repeat the whole movie i would actually like to retroactively take five points off of my (laughs) score not only because that happened but because recently people were complaining about not being able to hear shit in tenant and christopher nolan went yeah who fucking cares no one cares about audio explosions sound good (laughs) i uh be a director and have that take just be like half of the part of the movie doesn't matter i'll tell you what i have an argument for it uh-huh. It sucks, but it's an oh argument. Boy, okay. One, subtitles exist, so suck it. Two, the big fucking bassy juicy parts sound so fucking good, and I don't think from a te- like an engineering standpoint you can get to that point without other parts sounding like shit. Mm. And the other part of it, it of it is whenever you get past those points and there's the shots in space that are dead silent, that's fucking gold in a movie theater. Yeah, there's nothing better than that. That's yeah, all I got. Just make the voices louder. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't care about the technical bullshit. Just make yeah. the voices louder. That's all I want. Yeah, you're Dub right. over everything. It's going to sound... You have to ADR everything then, yeah, I guess. Yeah, do it. And make it sound nicer, and then I'll like the movie more. <laughs> okay. Make it work. Fix it. You know what? They Ladies and gentlemen, I- he's right. They're <laughs> stellar. A 73. They invented uh, IMAX cameras. They can invent a way to make the voices sound reasonable. That's true. Audio is just really not. This is getting boring, but audio <laughs> has not progressed a lot in the past 10 years. Okay, I've got an exciting one to end on really right. quick. That's both movies are done. Okay. Matthew McConaughey announced two days ago that he may run for governor of Texas. Now, I've said in the past multiple times we should never vote for famous people. We should vote for people who want the office. But i got to be honest with you, taking that stupid take, throwing it in the trash. <laughs> I'm voting for Matthew McConaughey for governor, and then I'm going to vote for him when he runs for fucking president. I don't give a shit who's on the ticket. So uh, the best the best response I've had to anybody reading that article, first of all, he just said it in an interview. It's very unlikely it actually becomes anything. Thanks for ruining the, but, the high I'm on right now. But... um. The best thing I heard was, please don't, because we like Matthew McConaughey so much, and no one wants to hear his shitty politics. Because he's already stated that he would run as a centrist. He feels there's too much divide between the left and the right, and that we need to come together. Got a lot. You know what brings people together? Healthcare, healthcare. (laughs) being able to feed your kids, all of that good stuff. But 
I will say, as a as a political junkie mm-hmm. that lives in this sh- this state, um, not to say the shitty state, only politics wise. Yeah. Um, love the cities here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's the only person that could beat Greg Abbott. So I hope he fucking does it. Yeah. I hope he does it in in 2022, and we get Matthew McConaughey <laughs> as our governor. California got Schwarzenegger. Yep. We could have McConaughey. That's true. Goddamn, I was born in California. So I willed that to happen. Mm. So now that I'm in Texas, maybe if I have a son here, I, he can will will Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. He's uh, my bloodline is just willing celebrity yes. <laughs> governors. All right. That being said, uh, Matt, if 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 this happens, go the exact way as Arnold. Become governor, run that for a while, and then fuck off. <laughs> you don't need to do anything else. I completely agree, and that's why Interstellar is the best movie of all yes, time, without a doubt. Oh man, well. So, wraps up our monthly movie review for November. With the, our favorite actor we've done so far. 100%. 100%. Now, Jesse, what's next week? Uh, next week, we are going to have a From the Ground Up. Ooh, are we going to reveal what it's about? Uh, no. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make it up 20 minutes before we start recording. Yeah, yeah. I, I did that just in case we switched the topic. <laughs> <at> the <last laughs> That's a really good point. Uh, but you guys, yeah, have a great weekend. Yeah, thanks for listening. This episode comes out on Tuesday. Have a great Wednesday. <laughs>